Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Boom! A Christmas Eve edition here on Fox Sports Radio. So glad to have you with us. Jam-packed show as always. And not only that, we're actually going to give you an extra hour on this Christmas Eve. Bucky, it's like a present that we give to our listeners. An extra hour of us today on this day before Christmas. Absolutely. Happy holidays to everybody. Really excited, man. It's it's that time of year. Everyone gets excited. It's very festive uh, around the cities, festive around. Everybody gets excited. I'm excited. You're a busy guy. I just saw you on my uh, tube a little while ago as well. So mm-hmm. you've got uh, so you've been you've been uh, I don't want to say burning the midnight oil because it's only noon here on the West Coast. But you've been basically burning the noon oil on this Christmas <laughs> Eve. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. And then, you know, Santa still has to deliver his do his thing tonight. So it's, it's a full day. It's a full 24 hours for me. tonight. I see that you were also in the uh, in the uh, spirit. I was able to screen grab your mm-hmm. uh, appearance with your Santa cap, <laughs> by the way if i missed it did you upgrade your background and i didn't even know about it yesterday when i when i no. brought up 
Oh, this no, is so so Dan. So they're they're two different things. So when I am on network, there's a camera in my office that sits on a op- a different wall that's opposite my jerseys. However, oh. my my desk when I'm doing like Skype stuff or other things, Streamyard or Zooms, that point faces a different direction. So I can't get them both the same direction. But after hearing you critiqued um, kind of like the Moon Raider thing, <laughs> I then decided to go to Amazon and see if I can order a mobile desk where I can have the same background all the time and I can just slide my desk in and out of the office and the background is always the same and I don't oh. have to be subjected to the criticism for not <laughs> living up to the part when it comes to my background. Uh, that's not what it was intended to be, but I love to see the jerseys <laughs> today. Love the, the little Tar Heels helmet that you had there. It looked, uh, really, looked really, really sharp and I thought to myself, I hope he didn't change it because of the stupid <laughs> comment that I made uh, made yesterday. Get Bucky on Twitter at Bucky Brooks. If you go to my Twitter page at Dan Byer on Fox, you can see the screen grab that I took of Bucky just a little while ago as he was making his appearance on the NFL Network. Want to start with this. Do you think it's okay to drive stone? Well, the truth is your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only... Put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Last night seemed to have really that feel of opening night in the NBA, uh, Bucky. And one of the marquee games was a showdown of Eastern Conference squads, and it happened to be my Milwaukee Bucks going to Boston and taking on the Celtics in a in a crazy game that we thought maybe was going to end on a Jason Tatum bank in three to put Boston up by two, 122 to 120. Great defense on the play by Giannis, but that wasn't the story about the Bucks' new Supermax extension star player. It happened with four-tenths of a second left on the clock last night. With the Bucks down two, Giannis was able to make his first free throw, and I believe we may have the audio of the second free throw that occurred on the Bucks radio network. Yes. For the tie, Giannis in the air. No, he missed it. Ball out of bounds. Game over. Missed it. Simple as that, Bucky Brooks. And now it kind of opens this Pandora's box of the new Giannis because Giannis is no more the the guy you wonder if you have to fill in the Buck squad to make sure that he sticks around. We know Giannis is going to stick around. And now that magnifying glass uh, got a bit stronger last night when he was unable to come through in the clutch and make both three free throws in that loss to the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when you sign a big money deal and you've been a two-time MVP, there's a lot that's expected of you. Um, at the time, under a second left, go to the free throw line, two to tie it, and not able to get it done, there's going to be criticism. And then I think if it goes back, I saw the stat today, he, since like 2018-2019 season, he has missed the most free throws in those clutch situations with 25. And so it's one of the things that Giannis has to address. He's shooting 63%. At the free throw line is something that he has to improve upon because that's his Achilles heel. And so if he is going to be the, I mean, super duper star that we all want him mm-hmm. to be, he has to be able to knock those down. Because the same level of scrutiny and criticism that LeBron has been under for years, he is going to be subject to that because everyone is waiting to see him win his first title. This, this, The point that you made of him not being able to make free throws really – 
magnifies what occurred last night because we've seen how many times guys go to the free throw line with a with it being a two-point game maybe even a three-point game we've seen it in final fours kyle guy of virginia uh having to go to the line with every with everything riding on it uh we can name hundreds of thousands of situations but what is most common in those situations i think bucky is the first one's the most difficult where you've got to get the first one down because you're not necessarily in a rhythm. You get the first one down, even if it's a one-point game or a two-point game, excuse me. One-point game, you make the first one. Worst-case worst scenario, usually overtime because of the game being tied at that point. But also, just I think in the grand scheme of things, you feel get the first one down, then you've got your rhythm makes the second one more difficult. And that's what bothered me last night was the first one looked so pure. It looked all right. Giannis is ready to go in there and end up making both free throws. And I just wonder, and I just wonder in his mind if it got in his head and the stats that you, you just mentioned may lend to it that the pressure did get to him, that the pressure got to him last night because while the first one was so pure, the second one that you heard in the in the call there was basically a line drive short arm brick that went off the rim and really had no chance of ever going in and in those situations I, I don't want to use the c word because it's such a harsh word but i'll just use it here when you choke the, those are the types of shots that you usually have it didn't go in and out it wasn't online and just you know it hit the back iron the wrong way and ended up popping out like it had no chance of going in and that was that that to me was the biggest problem of all of this so while everything around Giannis is is bigger and better with the with the money and him staying around now i just wonder if he's going to start to feel the pressure of having that contract and if that's the case then maybe there are just a few more a few more issues that the milwaukee bucks have to have to deal with because this was supposed to take off the pressure to be able to all right he could just free his mind now play for the bucks for the next five years and and end up making that run but in the first situation in the first game of the year where you truly truly saw pressure and he was great in the fourth quarter last night but when you truly saw pressure he didn't come through in the clutch and that's that's what's bothersome to to bucks fans out there i believe yeah, I mean, I, I think it's one of those things where um, you have to learn how to navigate in those situations, meaning you have to learn how to continue to trust your process and your routine despite what the circumstances are. I would equate what Giannis is doing at the free throw line to being a golfer coming up on the 18th hole and you need to make a putt to win it. Um, do you think about all the things that are riding on the putt or do you have your routine? Do you, you know, take your – your look, do you walk up, do you address the ball, do you waggle, do you knock it down, do you do the same things that you do? I think it would be interesting to look at his routine. How many spins does he use before he dribbles? Does he dribble three times? Does he take a deep breath? Does he stay consistent with his routine? Because if he stays consistent with his routine, it means that he's really in the moment. When you worry about guys who don't come through in the clutch, it's because they change. They change the things that they've done to get them to that point. And that's why they don't execute. As long as he's doing the same process and it doesn't go, sometimes you can chalk it up. But he will have to make some of those shots to take some of the pressure off because everyone is going to scrutinize every move and that he's a big-time big time moneymaker. Yeah, I think it comes with a price. I, I, I think that when, when you – 
when you make that that amount of money, it, it comes with the territory. Like that's included in the deal. It's not only caring and being the face of the franchise and doing everything that you do in the first 47 plus minutes. It's also what is being done in the last few seconds. And, and honestly, Bucky, this isn't any different than anything that we've had before with Giannis in the clutch of the question of who would you go to in that situation? Last night just happened to be there were only four tenths of a second on the clock. So you kind of wanted to get something at the basket. And what better way to do it than to get your, you know, freakishly athletic uh, all-star MVP on the move and get to the hoop where he could maybe go over someone. And because of who he is, maybe they're not going to call an over-the-back call. But in the end, you also have to realize if they call a foul, is this guy going to be able to make the free throws and be able to come through in the clutch? And again, to your numbers, to what we saw last night, I know it's just one game and things can change, but it's our first taste of it, and that didn't happen last night. And one other point about last night, kind of to go along those those lines, and I think you're going to see it throughout the NBA. I don't know how you would feel about this as a former player, but when the bubble ended in mid-October and the Lakers beat the Heat, now those two teams were the teams that ended up being in the bubble the longest. But still, you had teams playing in you know into September. You had the the off season basically was very short. I don't know how much guys are going to get better entering this season. Like you're, I think you're going to see growth within the season. But I think everybody that left the bubble of the twenty teams that were in Orlando for those two months or for however long it was, I believe that the main goal after they were done is just to get away, just just to, to get away. Giannis went to Greece for a while to end up dealing with things. There, wasn't, there was no offseason to be like, how do I get better? How do I improve? And actually, I think that's something to watch in the NBA this season just because of how weird last season was. I don't know if you're going to all of a sudden see an expanded game from Giannis or you're going to see a more expanded game from Ben Simmons. I don't think that this offseason lent, uh, lent itself to that. No, I don't think the offseason necessarily lent itself to that. But I do believe you can do some things during the, the time off. I know the Lakers had 71 days from the championship to the time that they tipped off. I mean, that's still a long time. That's two and a half months to be able to work on your game. You take maybe two and a half, three weeks off to recuperate. You begin to slowly get yourself back in the gym. You're working on some fundamental things because all of these guys work with their skill development coaches to try and add little pieces to the game. And so I do believe you're right. They will begin to get better during the cor- over the course of the season. But a lot of it will depend on the approach of the team because there's some teams that practice all the time you know, that really take practice because it is a developmental sport. So they really use practice to their advantage. There are other teams that are laden with veterans where it's the shoot around, they may be optional, then they go game to game. Those teams will be less likely to improve, but I do believe the coaches that are able to put together development plans, practice plans that allow their guys to continue to work on their skills, those are the teams that we'll see peaking at the end of the season. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. I just get the sense, Bucky, from our previous conversation about the goat wide receiver is you have Jerry Rice on top, but maybe you just you don't think that it's as as far of a gap as I may be considering it with the likes of T.O. and, and Randy Moss. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it. Um, like, I mean, it's a gap, but it's not a huge gap. I think you're trying to create a chasm, like a like a huge Grand Canyon size gap between Jerry Rice and the rest of the guys. And I think you have to give Randy Moss and T.O. credit for what they're able to do, because even though their careers were shorter, you look at the impact, the number of touchdowns that both of those guys were able to put up. Because I think scoring touchdowns matter. Obviously, Jerry Rice is at the top of the food chain when it comes to that but those guys both were very dominant in their own way and I think um, 
a lot of it is also about the ability to revolutionize the game. Randy Moss revolutionized the game in terms of you talk about the jump ball and the vertical thread and those things. I think T.O. was different in terms of just the overall physicality and toughness that he displayed playing on the edge. And even when his career came to an end, he still had plenty of juice left. You look at the way that it ended in Cincinnati, in Buffalo, he still was very, very productive. And so some of the stuff that I think that negatively impacts the way people view T.O. has more to do with off the field and the perceptions that people have about him being a teammate because he didn't get in any trouble off the field. I think that kind of clouds the evaluation. I think that's why it's so tough for some people to say, oh, T.O., Randy, because they both had similar things. They deserve to be up there because our perception on Jerry Rice was that he's the model citizen, he's the great teammate, he's the great um, player. But I think he he had some diva-ish traits to him and how he got along and when the ball didn't go his way and those things. And so I think they all are kind of close together. Jerry Rice is number one, and then those two guys are number two, however you stack it. All right, let's bring in our Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider. You can hear him on Sirius XM NFL Radio and also on the Inside the Birds podcast. Good buddy Adam Kaplan joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, Adam, I'm not even asking you to break the tie, but where do you sit on this Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, Randy Moss dilemma on who is the true GOAT at the wide receiver position? Well, just from covering Terrell Owens when he's here in Philly and just covering the league then, I mean, he was a phenomenon. Had he not had his break breakdown with uh, Donovan McNabb and their 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 issues, particularly T.O. and how he felt he was handled uh, by the Eagles, um, they may have rode up to the sunset together in the Hall of Fame. I mean, they just Donovan was headed for that, and they had one unbelievable year together. But the problem was, you know, in the end. Uh, T.O. was di- a diva, as you were talking about. He, <laughs> he just had to handle himself a certain way. But I think Moss was probably most explosive of the three. Rice was the, the best player of the three. I mean, you could take it all three uh, in different ways. Uh, but Moss, most explosive. T.O. probably had a little bit more versatility than Moss. But Rice is the best player at the position of all time. All right, fair enough. I, 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 will, I will take with that. I, I, Adam, I argued that I think of the best wide receiver with skills and what you did, that Chris Carter was better than Randy Moss on those Viking teams. Best hands. Oh, best hands. By the way, you, if you, Dan, it's funny you bring that up. If you, I was talking to a receivers coach about Chris Carter a couple weeks ago. He cannot, this coach said he cannot believe how many teams don't teach the receiver position the correct way. You know, there's a certain way that Chris Carter, remember Chris Carter would extend his hands, mm-hmm. have the palms up. Well, you see a lot of players catch the ball with their palms down, which is the wrong way to catch it. It's just remarkable that that goes on in today's NFL. He's Adam Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. All right, let's get to the matters at hand in Week 16. Very rarely do we get to talk Lions football this late in the season. (laughs) But we are going to, for a bunch of different reasons, basically losing their defensive coaching staff and interim head coach Daryl Bevel. Bucky and I kind of ran down on how you navigate this stuff. But, yeah, how are things going to factor out in Detroit coming up on Saturday against the Bucks? You you know, Dan, it's funny you you, you mentioned this. So I I texted with uh, someone high up in the front office and said, hey, will you be coaching before? He goes, no, I haven't. And I said, have you ever coached before? He goes, no. He goes, and I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to in this situation. Uh, so, so what's going to happen? Let's let's not forget with um, Corey Unlin, their D coordinator, who won't be able to coach this week. He is running Matt Patricia's defense. So they're turning to someone who's been with the team, uh, Evan Rothstein, 
who's never even been a, 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 a position coach. He's just been a research analyst for many years. He knows Patricia's defense. So at least they feel like he could call the plays because he knows it, but he's never called plays before. Now, Sean Ryan will be the offensive play caller. Who's their quarterback's coach? He has called plays before. I think somewhere in his career, someone told me. And then Robert Prince, their longtime receivers coach, will, will be their head coach. Uh, and then defensively, you might remember Ty Warren, a longtime defensive tackle uh, for the, the Patriots. He's been a minority, a minority uh, coaching assistant. He's going to coach the D-line. Tony Carter was a longtime backup defensive back. He was a corner from various teams, including the Broncos. He's, he's a defensive assistant. He'll coach the defensive backs. So they're all going to have to pitch in. It's just, it's, it's, and oh, by the way, they, they fired the special teams coach. Why did they do that? Because he went rogue and, and called a, a surprise onside without the head coach knowing. So what, this, you see the line that's seven and a half, and I don't gamble. I'd be, I'd be shocked if this game is within 10 points. The Bucks should absolutely blow out the Lions by at least two touchdowns in this game. Man, this is, this is so crazy. I think this is an opportunity for Matthew Stafford to take it all the way back to the 80s and 90s and call his own plays and run their own offense. Right, in the dirt. Whatever. Sure. I don't, sure. I don't know who does that for the defense because I, I don't know. I mean, maybe Jamie Collins calls the defense and kind of runs it according to script. I think this is actually a scary game for Tampa Bay, Adam, just because they don't know what they're going to get. You prepare all week for the tendencies that an offense and defense displays. I can't sure. imagine going into a game and just not knowing – what it may look like the first quarter. And I think there has to be a level of fear and trepidation that may come from them. But based on what you know about Bruce Arians, how do you think he'll handle that situation with all the uncertainty around what the Lions could do on game day? Yeah, and you know their tendencies because when you look at Bruce Arians, he knows that Darrell Bevel is a run game guy. That he comes out, They typically come out running, not throwing. They come out throwing later because they're always behind in every game, and their defense has been horrendous this season. A lot of it's because of injury. They probably right now the NFL's worst secondary. Uh, so, yeah, I would agree with your assessment on Stafford. I, I, I assume he's going to throw the ball 40-plus times. Uh, what choice is he going to have? Remember, he's playing with two injuries, in, including the ribs and the bad thumb. Give him credit for playing last week. Uh, most players probably would not have played. This is a shame that uh, these coaches uh, you know, have to go through this. But you know what? As, as, as one coach around the NFL told me, these coaches will take it like it's their only chance to call plays. And the only chance to do what they're probably going to do because they will never have this kind of responsibility. It's actually kind of a cool thing. But again, it should be a blowout. And Bruce Arians knows. Well, he knows the personnel. This isn't a secret to them. But you'll make a good point. There's no tendencies in terms of these play callers because they haven't done it with this football team. You should make Matt Patricia come back if they're still playing. Oh, gee. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Kaplan, I'm glad you know my I can't humor. You said that. I know you, I'm glad you know my humor. I get Adam on Twitter. Kaplan NFL. All right, let's go into your city, the city of brotherly sure. love. Uh, the Carson Wentz future. Now, a lot of info coming up about Carson Wentz uh, not wanting to be back in Philly if he's going to be the backup. Uh, how is this all playing out, and what does it mean for Wentz's future in the city? Yeah, Dan, I think when you look at the situation, and there's nothing official. Wentz is nuts at anything. It's just that there had been a report uh, from ESPN talking about that he would want to be traded if uh, Hertz is the backup. And uh, that's obvious, obviously. If you're the longtime starter who signed a contract extension worth $32 million, you're not going to accept a backup position. But I do believe if the Eagles are willing to trade him that there will be at least a half a dozen teams involved in trying to trade for Wentz. Now, the problem is Wentz's contract. It's easy to a- acquire a very team-friendly contract in terms of taking it, but having it right now with the Eagles, the problem is the dead money that will be on their cap, well over $30 million just from this contract. 
And the Eagles right now have the worst dead money projection of any NFL team next year. So it's going to be very, very hard to trade. They're going to have to. They're going to really have to have a private meeting with with Wentz after the season. They're they're going to have to see where he's at. And don't forget the biggest decision right now that's in front of them is Doug Peterson going to be the head coach, and they'll decide. They're going to decide that with that. I would think about within forty eight hours after their season ends. And quite frankly, the reality is their season can end this weekend if Washington wins or they lose. So a lot going on in Philly with their quarterback position. A lot going on with uh, Doug Peterson, the head coach. And it's, it's amazing. The last three years they make the playoffs, one of those years they won the Super Bowl, and the fact that we're even talking about Doug Peterson potentially not keeping his job is real because the team has not come out and said that he'll definitely be back. Man, that's so interesting. We've already seen – we talked about Detroit, and I forgot to mention this. I'm curious about what do we know about Chris Spielman's role with the Detroit Lions? I know he's assistant to the president, but I've seen him make comments about the culture of the team and those things. Is his present go- presence going to be maybe a deterrent for some general manager potentially taking this job? No, and no one I've talked to so far who knows what's going on there thinks that he'll be involved with personnel. What he's going to be is sort of a liaison between personnel and, the, and maybe a Rodwood, the president, and the business operations, which is there's nothing wrong with that. that some teams have that. No one I've talked to believes he'll be involved in. I mean, he may watch tape with so, somebody, but he's not gonna. He's not gonna have any say in terms of personnel. And the job's wide open. They they uh, have interviewed their own people. They're interviewing outside candidates, and they're doing this now because you can't really do much. You, you with uh, you you can only the, the the revised rule is you could interview head coaching candidates for two hours over Zoom. But what, you can't do anything for real until we get to um, the first week of the playoffs. Then you could interview these personnel guys and head coaching candidates, but you have to go to, into their own hometown. You, it, the rule changed years ago. You can't, they can't travel to see you, and that's the big difference. In, in particular, this year, the, the, you're obviously not going to have these guys travel. Adam Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider, joining us. Last one for me. We know how the players and coaches felt when the Jets won on Sunday, but is there any message, anything that you're hearing uh, above that on how the Jets felt about getting that win against the Rams and how this plays into them possibly now getting the second overall pick instead of number one? Dan, I could tell you from talking to someone in the front office that they're very happy to have that zero out of the left-hand column. Nobody wants to have 0-16. Mm-hmm. They don't want it. They don't want to be associated with it. It's an awful mark on someone's record, no matter how good of a coach you are or an executive. Uh, now, they do like Sam Darnold. They've told me privately several times how much they like him. But we know, as everyone else listening to us on Fox Sports Radio, if Trevor Lawrence is going to go first, he's going to go to the Jets. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. You 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 take yeah. the best player. I had one executive tell me this week that he's the best quarterback he's graded on tape since Andrew Luck for the 2012 draft. That's how talented Trevor Lawrence is. Wow, <laughs> Bucky, do you have that same sort of thoughts I mean, he's, on him? He, look, he, he's he's a very talented player. I think the bigger thing is going to be more so. Trevor Lawrence is is gone. Like, see, he's one. I think the bigger conversation and debate is who is next. Is it right. Zach Wilson? Is it Justin Fields? Is it Trey Lance? I think that is the more fascinating thing because the one thing that we've seen with the number one quarterbacks, with the quarterbacks, it's not always the first one that goes that pops. It's one of the guys that goes after that. So who is going to be the quarterback that pops, like a Josh Allen and some of these other guys? So, Adam, based on your conversations, who is getting that nut? Is it Zach Wilson? Is it Justin Fields? Is it Trey Lance? Where do you feel like the tea leaves are reading? 
You know, it's funny. I remember talking to someone in, uh, with the team a couple weeks ago, uh, maybe three weeks ago, and this is before um, Fields' last few games. And he said, oh, Fields is definitely number two. Well, that guy hedged this week. He goes, he goes man, the, I love the Wilson kid. He goes, we, our pick isn't in, in the top ten, so we're not going to have to worry about that. But although this team that I'm talking to certainly could use a quarterback, the, the BYU quarterback Wilson is, is a high riser. He's got a lot of personnel people like around the National Football League. He's got a chance to go in the top ten. And Lance is a wild card because he doesn't have a lot of tape. He only has really one season plus one game. But his tape is so intriguing. And, and, and do, do not believe any of the nonsense about that because he went to the same school as Carson Wentz that that's going to impact his draft status. has nothing to do with it. He's Adam Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. I'm going to leave you guys with this. And you guys could think I'm crazy. And, Adam, we can pick it up on Sunday. And, sure. Bucky, you and I. I think with Trevor Lawrence going to Jacksonville, it saves that franchise in a big way of having him as their star player. I think he has the opportunity to be that guy when they go to London to be that star player and to really attach and to become, I don't want to say international superstar, but I think that his ability, if he were to go to Jacksonville, could become a star or celebrity that the NFL hasn't seen as they continue to try to grow. Any any fairness to that? Or yeah, that just... sure. Look, look, you know the long hair. The kids love him. I mean, sure. He, he's got he's got that star appeal, Dan. I'm right. I'm right with you. I didn't know a ton about him before the season, but I've probably done more work on him than any quarterback this season. Just is he as special as it people say? And the early word is yes. And um, he's a special football player. He's got the athleticism, the size, the arm strength. Uh, the g- good kid, high character, everything that because you, you always have to dig in a character with yeah. with these quarterbacks because you don't want any surprises when you're taking a guy number one overall. <laughs> the kid did want to raise money in the for uh, for unfortunate or to help people out in the NCAA's. Like, mm-hmm. no, you can't do that. You can't do that. I, right, I, exactly. I think yeah, I think he's okay. Adam Kaplan, you're always okay in our book. Happy holidays, happy New Year. Always glad to have you on. Thanks so much for the time. Same to you guys. Thank you. Get Adam on Twitter at Kaplan NFL. Get Bucky on Twitter at Bucky Brooks. I'm at Dan Bayer on Fox. Do you think it's okay to drive stone? The truth is your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI paid for by NHTSA. But I know, Bucky, you played for Jacksonville. Uh, I know you do some uh, do some media stuff for the for their uh, team as well, for their website. What what kind of impact would Trevor Lawrence have going to Jacksonville? Because that is that is not talked about. We only have talked about over the last couple of days of the Jets missing out and him not being in New York. But what would it mean for Jacksonville to get a star like that? I would go on record and say it would probably be the biggest thing that has ever happened to the, the team. He is the biggest star that Jacksonville will have ever seen. Because he grew up in Georgia, he would be an immediate impact in terms of fan national branding, recognition, and oh, by the way, he's a really good player, so he would change the fortunes of the franchise. This is the ultimate Christmas present for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So now what they have to figure out, without me advocating tanking, how to not mess it up. Because this would be something that absolutely changes the trajectory of the franchise. It will make it the most attractive job in the general manager and head coaching market. It changes everything for them. And as you talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars going overseas and doing some things in London, he has star appeal. And because he's been on the big stage for three years, leading the Clemson Tigers and potentially taking them to two national championships, oh, man, it is a huge deal. Yeah. And it's one that I would have to say I would be, I'm excited about the possibilities. 
I just need to see if the Jaguars are able to carry this through without it being a tanking situation. But, yeah, this is huge for the Jaguars. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. And I know it doesn't – it's not talked about very much because we just don't talk about the Jaguars very much. And, unfortunately, for those in Jacksonville, we don't even talk about Jacksonville that much. But this is also an organization, too, like in that city. Don't They, they want to build stuff up around the stadium. They kind of want to, you know, you, you know, have restaurants and hotels and stuff and make it a destination place. And this is the guy uh, that could help it do that in addition to everything that we talked about of going overseas and playing in London as well. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern noon Pacific. Listen, this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Starting tomorrow, it's the last week of 2020, and there's going to be times when you 
look back at the year, which seems like it was four years. But whether it be in sports talk radio, you're going to have different angles on on what happened in the year past, you know, in the past year, in the past 12 months, and maybe really even in just the past 10 months from the from when the uh, pandemic began. What I was thinking about, and I'm curious on your thoughts on what your opinion is, but I always try to come up with what am I going to most remember from the sports season and not even what is I'm going to most remember about from the 2020 calendar year when it came to sports, but what was the most amazing thing about the sports world that we had in 2020 and all of the challenges that, that ended up coming into play. I'm curious on your thoughts. Did anything, is there anything that stands out that you look back and say, man, how the heck did that happen? Or when it happened just to be like, wow, tip of the cap, uh, anything from 2020 that you amazed you over these past 10 to 12 months. I would say that I'm amazed at the resiliency of, the teams and the athletes that have chosen to play their sports in the fall, like since the pandemic. Because I think what we're asking our athletes to do are things that we as a country haven't fully embraced. We're asking sports, like we're asking athletes from high school all the way to the pros to be responsible, to be disciplined, to be socially distant, to not do things that have typically been commonplace for them in terms of going out and doing those things so that they can entertain us. And so from a selfish standpoint, I am amazed that so many guys have been able to make these sacrifices, particularly the young athletes, because this this is unlike anything that they've ever experienced in terms of not being able to move and maneuver like they've always have. And so I think that discipline and resiliency and those things that those traits that they've displayed that's what i will remember 2020 about um because i think it, the unique circumstances that they've been tasked with and i think most of them have kind of come through with flying colors yeah the young athlete portion of it and and there's there's two angles to it number one i think is how rookies transition and they're transitioning now in the nba because their season just started but the rookies from what was the season that was called off, they were the league for a while. So they, they, they kind of got adjusted, but it's, it's those guys in, in the NBA and actually really in the NFL in how the rookies came in, because we talk about having an acclimation period in from being drafted in April to the week one of the NFL season and the different opportunities that you have and to not have those for rookies was one thing. And then when you when you mentioned young people because I put I put the rookies in there, when you just talk about like you mentioned the college athletes and the high school athletes, you know, one of the, one of the things that that I that I saw on Twitter was after this past week's games ended in college football, it was the first time that some players had seen their family in in months. And when you're a professional athlete and you're living at home in the NFL or you know, take away the NBA bubble, you're 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 going home to your family. You're asking your family to quarantine and to do, to do those things. Maybe you're seeing your wife, your significant other, and your kids. 
But, you know, these college athletes are just kind of on their own. And that was that was surprising to me that I didn't necessarily take into account until I saw a couple of pictures of being like, my goodness, first time I've seen this face in so long. And so to your point, that's something that that stood out to me is just when you say the young people, I put the rookies in and I put these college athletes that had to uh, figure out a way, you know, college football players to be able to do this without without seeing their families at all. Yeah, that's been a huge challenge. And I, I think sometimes we we forget what we're asking of them. Like we're asking young people 18 to 22 to exist without seeing their parents, without being able to get hugs from mom and dad, to not be able to fist bump and give pounds to their brothers and sisters. That's a challenge. That's tough. We're asking them to continue to do school where some schools are not even um, conducting regular school. And so we ask them to go to school, to practice, to do all these things for our entertainment. Um, I think that's remarkable that they've been able to do it. And I think it's also exposed a system that is, mm, I don't know, a, a different, exploitive. I don't know that yeah. we're having these amateurs play these games so we can be entertained and fulfilled. And we've seen how big the business of sports, um, how big it is. Yeah. To to ex, ex, the – the exploitation is a much – I was going to say corrupt, but exploitation is much better. It's more apropos <laughs> in that situation. It, it is. Corrupt is, you know, is, is a whole other situation, and I don't think that – you know, there's problems, but it, it may not be that. You want to know what stood out to me in 2020? This is sports-specific. And while I want to say that the NBA bubble – I think that the NBA bubble for what they did in Orlando to complete their season was really amazing – I mean, it truly was like there was there there were no positive tests. Everybody had to stay in. They had, uh, you know, the, the Disney Resort. You had your wristbands. You know, the only drama we saw was from when Daniel House had a, you know, a, a, a female staffer come into his room. And what happened? He got kicked out. Like there's I always felt like in 10 years we're going to have the documentary or now the way documentaries are made two years on we're going to get a, the real story of what life was like in the NBA bubble. But as a fan, as someone that is in sports talk radio for a business, the most the 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 most amazing thing for me to 2020 was how the baseball playoffs were pulled off and felt normal in in a completely abnormal situation because you were coming off of a 60-game season that started in late July. You had teams playing, obviously, without fans early on in the playoff rounds. But then, remember, you had San Diego and L.A. hosting games for the American League. The National League played playoff games in Arlington and Houston, and so then when you had the championship series in San Diego and Arlington, this is all foreign. Like to, to have the Dodgers and Braves be playing in Arlington, Texas was so weird. But when you sat down and watched the actual games and specifically the World Series when it's the Dodgers and Rays, you know, in Arlington, basically splitting the difference of travel, probably a little bit more for L.A. But the point being is you had two teams in a neutral location with some fans in and Bucky to me it was normal like it was like I didn't take it I didn't take the 60 game season in I didn't take in that it was Arlington Texas I took it as Dodgers and Rays playing for the World Series and and the thing that it told me and what was so difficult about the bubble was it worked for baseball because that's what we're accustomed to in October 
Like October baseball, whether it's in a home stadium or a road stadium or in a neutral stadium, we were used to it. And it was that was my problem with getting into the bubble in the playoffs because I'm not used to watching basketball in late August and September and having these meaningful games. And I thought maybe it was the weird, you know, hotel ballroom atmosphere that the you know that the 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 arenas that they ended up playing in that that was maybe the reason but i realized it's the sports calendar that i always reference is my my body runs on all right super bowl in february march madness masters opening day moving on you know Mm -hmm. nfl draft like along those things and covid put such a wrench in any of the golf events that i love to watch masters in november you know was was different it was odd but baseball for as crazy of everything that they had that season to have their postseason actually be somewhat normal is maybe the most amazing thing that i'd look back at 2020 in terms of my sporting year yeah you know it's funny that you mentioned that because i was mentioning to a friend my clock is so off right now mm-hmm. it is really hard for me to believe that it's it's, it's the holiday season that sure. is christmas time because Everything is, is, is so different, and the fact that we're about to go into the playoffs and the fact that everything has been kind of slotted on the calendar differently. The NBA kicks off this week, but then Christmas, the Christmas Day game is, is really when we would normally associate, hey, this is the official kickoff of the NBA. Yeah. Well, now it really is. And so um, I'm looking at these bowl games, and I'm like, I, I can't believe there's, there's a bowl game on? Yeah, Where is even- the break or the buildup? <laughs> I mean, it just seemed like the football season ended because we had the conference championships go a little later. And yeah. so everything is just thrown off. And I just wonder, hopefully everything goes well in 2021, the first part of it, the first quarter of the year. What do, do we go back to a normal calendar? What does that sports calendar look like going forward now that we've seen all the different challenges and mm-hmm. and changes and how we've been able to adapt in these unusual circumstances well you know in the nba unfortunately for them you know, i mean their their prime wrapping up of the season in the, in the nba playoffs came you know right during the peak of the early part of the pandemic it was the one good thing i guess for baseball too is and and give credit to baseball who was like we cannot go into november because there is expected to be a surge then taking that data and so they kept to their window no matter how crazy their regular season was their postseason even being at different locations was relatively normal you mentioned the conference championship games last week uh, uh you know this past saturday there were a couple of times where i'm like is it december 3rd you know, like because that's usually when those conference championship games are taking place first weekend in November and having that game and to have it on December 19th completely, completely threw it off and threw me off. And I, I agree with you with the bowl games like they have bowl games this week. I'm like, wait a sec. We just had, you know, a game on Saturday that determined who's going to be in the playoff. It's it's completely thrown off. And that's why I think that the the, the NFL is really not missed a beat at all. I mean, they really haven't, except for the actual players and coaches and what they did and stuff that isn't broadcast. But for us watching games and having the draft, yeah, it was a little different. That's gone on, you know, as scheduled. That hasn't been anything different. That's been the most normal thing, I think, of 2020 sports-wise, is the NFL has just kind of continued to roll sands a few Wednesday and Tuesday night games. Yeah, I mean, I think the NFL has seen um, a lot of things kind of work in its favor. I think we have seen that, America has an appetite for football on almost every night of the week, particularly when it's the NFL. I think that might lead to some other things that we see in terms of offerings. 
Uh, we saw it on Tuesday, which I thought was interesting. We've seen it on Wednesdays and mm-hmm. Saturdays and all of those things. I think it makes it compelling to maybe explore the possibility of adding other packages because of the revenue and the revenue that was lost and the revenue that could be recouped by doing those things. Um, I think the NBA being able to exist without a preseason, um, the expanded rosters when it comes to the practice squads, which creates more jobs for players. I think there are a lot of things that we can take from this year as it relates to the NFL and implement them into the NFL going forward. Uh, I'm excited about it because I would say the gameplay has been pretty good after you got past the first month. But I think it's always like that, even with preseason. And so mm-hmm. I do feel like when I'm watching NFL games, it's a very normal deal, even though sometimes I catch myself looking at the game and noticing, you know, there are no fans there. <laughs> like there aren't any yeah. fans, and we have the piped-in noise and all that other stuff. All my erotic friends are here on Wednesday nights. If, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? I wouldn't put anything past the NFL. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.